Porsche, who were the weakest on your team? Um, you know, that's difficult to say, especially since the first day had a lot to do with the creative and coming up with um, the concept and how it was going to be followed through as far as brand um, integration. Because on the second day, it was more physical. And of course, other people who didn't do as much the first day stood out the second day. Porsche, your name is perfect because your mouth runs 100 miles an hour. You're listening to Arnold Radio News, your weekly dose of what is best in life. And now, two guys who have caught the golden snitch. The Gillinator and Brandon Crumb. <laughs> yeah, you're always doing a different <laughs> Yes. I'm pumped up, man. I'm pumped up. You know, it's, it's really been fun to be able to, to kind of come together with you and, and talk about, you know, pretty much the Celebrity Apprentice. This show right now is just, it's so fun to binge watch, really. Yes. And I feel like it's going to be one of those shows that people just really like to watch all the episodes just because there's so much action in them. You know, so much that happens. It is. It's great. It's 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 very concentrated, which you don't always get with these reality shows. It's like they try to stretch it out as long as possible, and then have breaks and everything. Yeah. But we get like the the whole the whole thing is going to be done in the next couple of weeks. So um, we get two hours each week, um, and I'm loving it. It's good. Oh it's yeah, good, it's fantastic. Good entertainment, always great. You know, watching Arnold do his thing and, and tell stories and fire people, yeah. terminate people. Um, <laughs> right. So and you know whatever the ratings are, who cares? They're not. <laughs> yeah, they're not yeah, setting the world matter. on fire, well, but. It's, uh, yeah, I was in my math class the other day, yeah. and people were talking about the show. So people do know. There you go. It is being talked about. You know, I, didn't even bring it, I wasn't the one to bring it up. You know, somebody else brought it up there on their own. Right. Yeah. Like, oh, that's awesome. That's fantastic. It's being talked about. Yes. You know? That's so, a good sign. I was very happy to hear that. Good. Yeah. Same at uh, my work. Yeah. People are are uh, are watching it and. Uh, and uh you know we'll discuss it with me and everything so so i think it's uh you know this is very good um and uh we've got a lot to catch up on this uh episode so we've got you know the oh, last yeah. two apprentice episodes which is actually 4 hours of uh <laughs> of show um so uh Hopefully this podcast don't be fuller yeah no <laughs> Yeah, I don't. It's not quite as much uh, to analyze as say one of Arnold's movies. You know, there's you know, it's it is right, right. it is reality TV. So you know, and and Arnold is only in the boardroom and at the beginning and the end, that kind of thing. Usually, um, well, he'll make a cameo sometime. He does pop up here and there. Yeah, um, but uh, but yeah, it's uh, we've got. You know all that to to go into, and uh, the 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 terminations. We had a triple termination on the the recent one here. This is the um, biggest yet. Yes, you know, little season here. So that yes, was crazy. Little, uh, you know, some some definitely some uh, some more interesting uh, problems coming up between some of the celebrity apprentices. Um, 
and some little cheating going on and that kind of thing. So, um, so yeah, fun stuff. Yeah, the show kind of is taking some different turns here and there than it, you know. Right, right. Well, there's, you know, you can always count on some kind of little, you know, some, some, uh, some drama between the contestants and some little twists here and there. Um, right, that's true. That's, so, that's half the fun. But yes, that's what you want. Um, so anyway, let's, uh, but before we get into that, we'll, we'll catch up on other stuff that Arnold has been up to. Um, while the you know the show has been airing because of course arnold you know is 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 just sitting and watching it with the rest of us and he's doing his uh other things while the the show's happening um he just visited the pope that was big um wow arnold and the pope together um so yes he went i don't know if it's i think it's the first time he's uh He's met this this current pope anyway. He might have let, yeah, met, yeah. met the last I don't pope. Hearing about it, um, but uh, but yeah, he uh, he went there. He uh, he posted. Uh, let me see what he said here. He said the pope 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 post. Uh, I've got noise. Yes, okay. It says, It was my great, great honor to meet His Holiness Pope Francis. I am a huge fan. He's not only a wonderful leader for the Catholic Church, he is a fantastic steward for all of God's creatures. His environmental work inspires me, and I look forward to working together for a clean energy future. Wow, that's that's fantastic. So, and that's cool if that's what they were talking about, you know? Yes, he was, they was talking about climate change. Um, yes, environmental things, how the, you know, cuz you know, that's the the environment is one of the, you know, the the key things that if, if you, you know, if you look in the Bible, like being good stewards of the planet is very important. So, um so it's it's nothing to mess around with. We don't want to mess up, yeah, you know. That's our, great to hear. Our, the planet that you know God created for us and everything. So, um, so yes, yeah, so it definitely has a common common thing there to to talk about. Arnold, of course, is always you know is uh, is one of his passions is is uh, the climate you know fighting against climate change, bringing both you know political parties together to try to to uh enact the extra you know uh, environmental regulations like California did when he was governor and um yeah all that's very very important and it came up he actually made a different post about it when uh you know when when talking about uh Donald Trump's EPA guy that uh that you know is is going through confirmation hearings and all this because um he Arnold didn't like that the you know it's a republican so he he talks about you know being in favor of states rights um and that states should decide right, yeah. you know individual uh, you know environmental things but then you know he he turns around and says oh except in California's case which we should probably, you know, 
uh, cut off, you know, what they're doing as far as their, their, their more stringent regulations uh, on emissions and whatnot. So it's like, it seems a little, uh, hypocritical, you know, to, uh, to have those two different yeah. views. Well, oh, I'm, I'm all for states' rights, except in this case, you know, where <laughs> he, he wants <laughs> yeah. the, uh, the, you know, the, the, the federal government to, to override the, the state in that case. Um, so Arnold, yeah, you know, isn't having any any of that, um, which is is good. Um, and that's that's always been a case where he's, you know, he, he he doesn't he doesn't understand, you know, some of his Republican colleagues why they're so, you know, dead set against, you know believing climate climate change and that kind of thing so when it's so clear that you know the, the vast majority of scientists say that yeah this is happening and it's, it's not worth the risk involved right, when you've exactly. got the whole planet yeah. you know in in danger with, <laughs> with the oceans rising and the you know the ice caps melting and all that so um so yes, he was he was posting about that. He also mentioned um his uh he, he went to um uh he went to to Austria to um for a, a trip and went to uh the the um uh what did he call it? A vice vice first party. Um with this Austrian white veal sausage. Wow. So, wow, that sounds pretty good. Uh, yes, it does. It, uh, so he went to this party and and, uh, and he was on Snapchat. So he had these uh, Snapchat posts for that. Um, and let's see, here's one of them here. Which is, of course, the biggest party in the world. That is a celebration of Weisswurst. Let's go over here. So you see what's going on. Here's the Weisswurst. Here, as you can see, there's Weisswurst everywhere. I already ate 10 Weisswurst. So anyway, you're going to see a little bit more of the celebration very soon. But it's here at the Stangelwirt, one of the greenest and the best hotels in Europe, okay? So come here and enjoy it. Yes. That does sound like fun. Yeah, that sounds, yeah, yeah. <laughs> He said, "He said, how many seven, seven vice versa already? It's uh, so a lot of sausage." Um, but uh, yeah, so he was there. He he also went to like a big ski race. You know, the skiing is of course a big thing in Austria. Um, the Han Hanenkam, uh it's the most dangerous ski race in the world, apparently. Um, so he was, he was at that too. Um, but then he talks about his electric, uh, he was driving an electric, uh, G wagon as uh, one part of his trip. Huh. So he showed that off too, where he, he actually signed the engine of, of the thing. Um, he says it isn't about the size of the car. It's about the technology. I love test driving this electric G wagon. Our green energy future is looking good. So that's nice. 
Um, so it was, you know, traveling. Yeah, his, that's awesome. His home country and uh, and getting some uh, some good uh, environmental things in there. Um. So yeah, let's see. That's about. Uh, now, did we talk about years of living dangerously? Oh well, yes. There's uh, is that uh, that's a new yeah a new uh, uh, kind of episode in the the um in the it's kind of a mini series. Um, yeah. Where uh, yeah, it's in, he's talking about environmental stuff there. So yes, there's uh, episodes about environmental concerns around as he travels around the world and. James Cameron is with them, and uh, so that's those are good things to check out too. Um, I think you can get those. yeah, I know those videos on his Facebook, right? He posts on Facebook. It's on uh, Hulu, on Amazon, on iTunes. Uh, there's episodes from season two on there, um, and uh, you can see a bunch of preview clips of that on the National Geographic uh, website. So, yes, so that's good. Um, so, yeah, that's kind of what Arnold was uh, was up to in January. Uh, hey, that's not too... That's, he's doing things for the environment. That's that's fantastic. Yeah, yeah. He's, uh, he's never... He's never just uh, you know sitting around twiddling his thumbs. That's for sure. Um, so and that photo of the G wagon thing, that you know, that kind of cool mm-hmm. green blue engine and the wires coming out, it looks pretty awesome. Right. Yeah, it's very nice looking. So that's cool. Um, and then uh, he was. Let's see. What was the other thing? He. Um, Oh yes, he was on the he was on another podcast. He was on Tim Ferriss, um, which uh, he did you know a big interview last year on that show, and uh, this time it was uh, it was taking questions from fans who posted on uh, on uh, the Facebook page, I think. Uh, so he, he spent uh, you know a good hour answering questions uh from that uh which was was very good i listened to uh to that as well did you do you have any like favorite questions he answered um hmm let's see there was i mean it's it's it was a lot of stuff that was, uh, you know, he likes to talk about a lot. You know, people asking about, you know, his kind of routine, uh, how he keeps going, oh, how right. much sleep. I think someone asked about sleep. He said, like, well, yeah, how much sleep do you Six get? Hours, right? And what, you know, what do you recommend for people to get and that kind of thing. And he, he said that, yeah, basically now he gets, you know, he gets six hours and I'm pretty, you know, and that's what, that's all yeah. he needs right now. Um, he gets up at like, you know, 5 a.m. or some, you know, very early hour. And he, he made, he was, he, <laughs> virtually every, every question 
he he kind of gave a joke answer first and or he would work a joke into it and then kind of do the serious part so he was like yes i get up at five every morning and i read the newspapers and i have breakfast and i do a workout and i go and uh, read through some scripts and have a few conference calls and and uh, you know he was listing all these other things and he says and then by that time it's about seven. So and then I start my day. <laughs> but, wow, so <laughs> that's great. And he's kind of joking, but you know he he is he does get a lot done. I think in the early morning, um, because he doesn't waste time. He's you know it's it's workout get 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 moving, get uh, you know just start start your day good that way. Um, and, uh, but yes, but I think he said he used to get, uh, you know, like eight hours or, or something like that. Um, and that was what he needed when, you know, he was, he was younger, but, um, but then as he, he went on, then he, 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 he need a little less sleep and, um, uh, uh, that's, it's different for every person, of course. Um, yeah, yeah. You would think it'd be the opposite, but yeah, right. Not Arnold. No, no. He's 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 a machine. You know, he doesn't 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 need as much rest um, to fully recharge his uh, his um, uh, what should we call it the um, the uh, f- fuel cell <laughs> hydrogen fuel cell. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, uh, but yes, yeah, so it was, but it was a very, you know, easygoing interview. You know, he was just kind of like taking, taking questions as they came, giving very, uh, very funny, but, you know, then also introspective answers to everything. So it's well worth listening yeah. to the whole thing. Uh, he talked about his early days, you know, with Franco and running a business and that kind of thing. That was a, a, a big part of it. Um, and uh, just all sorts of little stories like that. So so check out the Tim Ferriss show um, for uh, a another great uh, inter- interview by way audience questions this time instead of Tim talking directly to Arnold, which he did last year. And that was a great show too. So that's worth listening to as well. Ah, uh, yes. So, um, check those out. yes, it's good. It's good to, uh, to put in, in different podcasts here. Um, so let's see. Anything else I want to mention? Of course, we're still uh, kind of uh, we're, we're prepping for the Arnold Classic, which is uh, coming up in another just uh, about another month. Oh yeah, fast approaching. It's getting getting closer, and um, there there is a uh, we have some details on the after school all stars event. That um, is the annual fundraiser they have during the Arnold Classic weekend. Um, this is, uh, you know, always a cool thing. It was cool before, but then they started doing this Experience Arnold 
you know, to make it really more about Arnold and things that, you know, are, are, are in his world. Like, you know, they do this Austrian theme of food and music and, and things like that. So, uh, they put pictures of Arnold and, and things around. So, so it's a really cool event. And, uh, if you can swing the, uh, you know, thousand dollar, uh, per plate, uh, <laughs> ticket price, Whoa, yeah. which, uh, of course is very worthy because it all goes to after school all stars. Yes, um, that's very true. Major, major fundraiser of the year. Um, <clears throat> but yes, I've, you know, gotten the privilege to, uh, to, uh, to check it out myself, uh, in the past and, uh, and some of the other, uh, uh, you know, uh, people I've, I've met there, you know, Shahi, who's, who's usually is at the classic and uh, has joined us on the show. Um, uh, previously yeah. he, he, he always, uh, he's gone the past couple of years. And, um, so, and I believe he is going this year as well. So, um, All right. It should be uh, uh, fun to to hear what's different because it's going to be at a new uh, location is one of the the changes this year. Um, They're using this, uh, yeah, they're using this old um, uh, mansion that's uh, that's in the downtown area. It's like uh, in the uh, park, Good Owl Park, which is near downtown. And um, it's this, uh, this the, classic. The expo is going to be there too? Um, the expo, the expo is still at the convention center. Um, but uh, oh, okay. they're just, just this one event will be at the mansion, the Experience Arnold event. And, um, so this is, I guess it used to, it was built by, um, by a circus, uh, one of, one of the big circus, um, uh, you know, ringleaders or whatever that, uh, it, it, yeah. wasn't, it was like, uh, the, not the Barnum and Bailey and the, the, the other, um, big one, but it was like the, the next biggest circus guy at the time, which was, you know, that was, you know, one of the primary sources of entertainment back in the, whatever, 18, hundreds uh, <laughs> and things. So, um, but, uh, yeah, so it was, it was made by this guy. So it was this really unique, you know, architecture to it incorporating some different like kind of big top style elements and and circus things and it's uh it's it's been privately owned for a while but they they rent it out for events such as this so um so it should be a a more you know i guess more intimate setting um yeah sounds awesome and, uh, you know, different, you know, because you'll be able to, you know, different rooms through the house, um, as well as the, there's a back patio area that they'll probably use for the, uh, the cigar smoking and whatnot. <clears throat> but, oh, um, that's all. yeah, you got to have that when you're at the classic. Yes, of course. Um, so it should be a lot of fun. Um, and, uh, 
they'll have they announced some of the celebrities attending that and uh it will be some we've seen in the past as well as some new ones uh, Randy Couture will be there um Lou Ferrigno uh Johnny Bench um you know very uh you know baseball guy you know if Joe Joe Manganiello will be there it does not say that uh, that Joe uh will be there so but uh, okay. Who knows? They, they, they may, um, they may not have you know confirmed everyone that that is coming. But uh, um, some martial arts guys, uh, you know, Billy Blanks, and um, and then uh, Chris Kirk, Chris Kirkpatrick, who's one of the uh, the members of InSync, um, and evidently oh, <laughs> evidently also a a fitness kind of guy and. So, um, uh, okay. So that's interesting. So that makes sense that he's there, right? I think he's 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 done some fitness. Uh, I don't know some workout tapes or different things like that. But yeah, so should be a good time. That'll be the on the Friday evening of the Arnold Classic, um, coming up the first weekend of March. In uh, Columbus, Ohio, of course, as it always is. Yes, awesome place. Yes, great town. Um, so uh, yeah, so we're getting excited about that. I'm uh, kind of you know making plans to uh, to drive down there myself. So um, we'll uh, you know have lots more to talk about um, as that gets closer. But anyway, um, and I don't know if they're taking, well, yeah, they, they say space is limited, so, um, but, and they're sending out kind of invitations to this event, um, but I don't know if they're heavily publicizing it beyond that, so, uh, right, right. so if any listeners out there are interested in it, um, just go to the, the After School All-Stars uh, Ohio website, and um, uh, if you don't see any mention of it there, just uh, you know contact one of the the uh, the people there, and and they'll I'm sure they'll they'll hook you up if you uh, want to go to that, which is uh, you know if you got the money and uh, and you're going to be there, then I highly highly recommend it. Because Arnold, of course, shows up and he mingles with the crowd. It's a very, you know, it's, it's a more laid-back setting than the rest of the weekend is, where there's, you know, just constantly crowds, you know, surrounding him, and you don't don't have much of a chance. You, you know, you can see him and maybe shake his hand real quick, but uh, but in this kind of setting, you you know, you might get a chance to, you know, say a few words, you know. Kind of, uh, you know, rub shoulders with uh, Arnold as well as other celebrities there. So it's it's pretty cool. Um, so yeah, so that's starting to take form. All right, um, I think that's all I got for other Arnold news. So I think we should dive into the Apprentice. Episodes. The new Celebrity Apprentice. Yes, the new. It's got to be new. 
with Arnold's. So, uh, yeah. So, like I said, we had a, um, we had a two, two, two hour episodes. The, um, the, the, uh, the, la- the, the, the one two weeks ago was called Candy for a Billionaire. Um, <laughs> because it, uh, of course, um, uh, featured, uh, uh, the, uh, the, the, the great, uh, billionaire guy. What's, <laughs> what's his name? <laughs> Warren Buffett. Yes. Warren Buffett. Um, yes, Warren Buffett. Yes. So he's good friends with Arnold, you know, and, and so, uh, Arnold called him up and, uh, he said, yes, of course, you know, sign me up to, to do one of these things. And he owns this uh, Seas Candy um, company, uh, so that's what they did that. But before that one, that was the second episode, the second part of it. Um, they uh, they did one that involved a photo shoot uh, because they had to make a, a brochure for uh, for Kawasaki and their their new motorcycle. Um, yeah, that is supposed to be able to fit for everybody. Right, right. They want to market it to say that women can ride it, men can ride it, all kinds of, you know, tall or short and different different styles. Um so they wanted to, you know, them the apprentices to come up with a a brochure incorporating, you know, some photos of it and and do that. So um you know, Arnold of course is a big fan of uh of uh, motorcycles, so it fit pretty well with him too. Um, so they picked their, you know, their leaders uh, of the teams. Uh, Kyle Richards was the Prima project manager, and Carson was uh, the Arete uh, project manager. Um, <clears throat> and this was Carson's first time doing that. I think. Well, I think it was their both their first time. Managing one, um, and then um, so they and they went with you know kind of different strategies. Of course, the the you know the teams are are mixed up now because um, you know so many of yeah. The, we were I was just asking about that. The women, um, you know, got you know lost several in a row. So they 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 said, well, we're going to shuffle them up now. Um, so that was, uh, you know, it made, it made things a little more interesting. Um, and then, so they, you know, they went, did their photo shoots. They just had a different kind of tack to, to take for that. The, um, or I'm sorry, they did okay. They, they didn't shuffle the teams until after this one. So it was for the candy one. Um, believe that's that's what they did there so right, right. so it's still the men and women the women decided to do an outdoor photo shoot and um and uh, kind of played it safe uh you know they did kind of what you would expect a, a motorcycle oh. motorcycle photo shoot to be you know very nice uh you know environment you know nice lighting outdoors um, and then one of the major, you know, choices they made is that, uh, uh, Brooke, 
had her husband there and she they had they they had the idea for the husband to be on the back of the bike while Brooke was riding you know was driving it and to right. to shoot the photo that way um but then you know this this guy David Charvet, which you know he he did not come across too well in this um because he just refused he said no that's ridiculous i i, no. I would never be on the back you know it's, it's you know so this guy you know it's just and it's just screams like he's this insecure you know kind of guy that he's not willing to you know to get on the back of the bike <laughs> yeah for this advertisement even though they all want him to um He's basically like, would, would I ever do that in real life? He says, like, like, and they're all like, oh, come on, you know, like, but they didn't put Who up, cares? you know, she was kind of gave in to him after a while. And it's like, you know, like, that's the problem with having, you know, your, your yeah, husband. It didn't really take much to me. Yeah. Do it or a relative, you know, you know, someone, you know, whereas if they, if they just had like a male model, they would, well, of course I'll do whatever you want, you know, <laughs> but and it's <laughs> yeah. it's probably cost them the um this this round because they ended up losing um but yeah i thought it was just so funny and that that was kind of a yeah that would have been their edge yeah know. yeah that would have been you know definitely would have brought it out of their safe zone and you know in in kind of doing a traditional photography of motorcycles um so, yeah, so he did not come across well. In fact, I, I saw this clip, you know, get posted around a little bit of the uh, of the guy <laughs> refusing to ride on the back of the motorcycle. And, you know, people comment, oh, like, yeah. what's wrong with this guy? <laughs> like, come on. It's, you know, this kind of macho posturing. <laughs> um, <clears throat> but, yeah. So well, that, even in the boardroom, Arnold himself was like. Oh, yes, that was delicious. Like, I was... <laughs> <laughs> I was like, Arnold's not going to have this at all, and and uh, it does exactly what happened. Like, Arnold, you know, <laughs> Arnold questioned them, like, so why, you know, wouldn't it have been more interesting if if you were, you know, driving the bike and he was in the back, and it's like, yeah, that's what we wanted to do, but yeah, we, you know, he didn't want to, and we thought about, you know, well, that's not really what would happen, so we wanted to be more realistic, and and he said, well, you know, they all these women on the bikes in in all these other shots but you know it's supposed to be marketed toward men too right so so they were trying to balance that out with having the guy on that one but so that was their excuse kind of but i could see you know a little bit of that but as arnold pointed out you know well it just wasn't you know there was nothing interesting about it then you know that could have really uh really made it made a statement there you know right exactly um and yes he, he brought up that right you know, and this is kind of a guy who was pregnant on film yes right um and he's you know Ar arnold's one of the most you know macho guys ever you know with uh, with all these action movies and everything and she you know she asked him well you know would you have gotten on the back and he's like yes absolutely no question, you know, <laughs> like, like, of course, like Arnold <laughs> is completely secure in himself that he's not going to, 
you know, worry about, you know, what, what people will think of, of, of him being on the back of a bike. Like, so I thought that was great. Um, and, uh, but because of that, and, and I think, you know, so, so Kyle Richards, who was the, you know, the leader of the, of the whole thing and kind of drove the, you know, the, the creative aspect of it, uh, she ended, ended up getting the blame, you know, for most of it, uh, because it was just the wrong direction to take. Um, or the, you know, well, it, it wasn't that it was wrong because they did like both. I think Kawasaki liked both of the, the campaigns, but it just, right, right, yeah. it didn't have that extra because I think they even mentioned they, they wanted to be, unique or you know they they wanted to it to stand out yeah, so yeah. so it just wasn't quite as good so um uh so yeah Scott Richards ended up getting yeah, fired stand out right so uh she got fired although you know she tried to throw Brooke Burke under the bus for you know have it you know not uh, standing up to her husband or forcing her husband to do it or something. Um, but you know, and rightly, I think at the end of the day, it, it fell on her yeah. as the project manager to not take control or, or take it in a different direction. So, so yes, so she got let go of that one. Uh, the guys won, of course. Uh, and I didn't even mention what they did. They, they did a photo shoot in a studio. Um, and that worked out much yeah. better because in a studio you have just so much more control over everything and they could try a lot of more different things, which is what they did. They kind of just went crazy with, you know, different, different types and they they wanted to show all different types of oh, people. Yeah. So they, they got, you know, they, um, um, they got, you know, men and women and, um, and Carson even, uh, you know, got naked and completely naked on the bike and, and did, uh, uh, uh photos of that. <laughs> yeah. Um, they got a, a, a cross, a, a transgendered. Yeah. Person. Yeah. A cross dressing, yeah. you know, person. So uh, yeah, transgender that, that was on it. So that was great. Um, so yeah, they went for broke. Um, and it took a lot of risks with that. <clears throat> so that's yeah. that. Is John Lovitz so dresses a priest or something. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, they're like a priest. Yeah, <laughs> all sorts of things with the dog, of course. Um, but yes, they they did a great job with with that one. And uh, the lines they gave they said like uh, after Carson did his his nude posing on the bike. Uh, one of the other guys mentioned, I, I, hope, I hope they have Purell <laughs> that we can use before the next person. Um. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, but that was first good. he wanted to just be in his underwear or whatever, and then boy, right, boy, right, was he wasn't going to go completely nude. But they're like, "Come on, you got, you know, <laughs> you can't half-ass this now." Um. <clears throat> So, yes, that was fun. <laughs> yeah. 
Um, so yeah, the guys won that one, and uh, and then, uh, but it, it, Kawasaki ended up, you know, still giving twenty five thousand to uh, Kyle Richards' um, uh, charity, even though she was fired. So, uh, so that was nice because they they did like both the campaigns. Uh, but then next they did the candy one. Um, so. This was with Warren Buffett, as we mentioned, and he is a big, you know, fan of candies, and he has the, you know, the candy company, of course. So the task was to create a new candy that um, that then Warren Buffett would would sample and uh, uh, and pick the the best one that he liked, and they they would get a twenty five thousand dollar bonus. But then the ultimate goal was to raise money um, by selling these candies in in uh, you know in a shop uh, over the course of an afternoon or whatever. So, so right, yeah. <clears throat> so there were you know those two aspects of designing the candy um, that Warren Buffett would like, and then. Um, trying to raise the most money, which, you know, the celebrities talked about, you know, well, you know, they, they start calling up their friends and all the, you know, all the other celebrities they know that can, you know, spend, you know, big bucks on, on this, uh, event to raise money. So, um, so that was interesting, uh, just seeing, uh, which ones could, you know, raise the most money. And um, so they all went at that, and the leaders were yeah, it was um, fun, uh, and to see them just kind of like create the chocolates, right? Yeah, they they had to go to the factory, you know, come up, you know, they had all these different samples they could te- yep, yep. test, and then uh, you know, go to the factory and and, and work the you know, the the machinery to mix these giant vats of chocolate and different things, and and uh, and and make them. And then one person yeah. was picked to uh, to bring it to Warren Buffett and have him sample it. Um, so the leaders of this one were, were Vince Neal. And one, one was John Lovitz, right? Well, John they sent, yeah. Is, right, right. He was is the guy they sent to, uh, to, to Warren Buffett because uh, they basically couldn't, couldn't think of anything else for him to do. So they're like... And they they got kind of sick of him, you know, kind of, uh, you know, giving, trying to give his opinion on different these weird flavors of of uh, combinations <laughs> yeah. and the candy and stuff. So they're like, why don't you just go and give it to Warren Buffett? And he's like, okay, I guess. And he, <laughs> um, he, well, he kind <laughs> of argued for a bit, like, well, is, you know, is that the best use of me or whatever? And he was like. I, yes, I'm telling you, this is what I want you to do. <laughs> so, um, <laughs> yeah, because that was uh, Ricky Williams was in charge of of a Rete Group, and uh, so yeah, he was telling him, yes, go. This is what I want you to do. And then Vince Neal was in charge of the other group of Team Prima. Um, so it was kind of his, you know, his his time to shine. Finally, you know. We do. I haven't seen a whole lot from Vince. He's kind of, you know, kind of doing his thing. Yeah. Um, 
but yeah, in this one he uh he came through pretty pretty good in 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 raising quite a big chunk of uh of the money. Um so that was uh that was cool. So yeah, and the in the the design of the candies you you had the one um Vince Neal's team um uh, kind of doing research on on uh, Warren Buffett's preferences um because they knew you know he they they knew he liked um peanut brittle right and um so they said well we'll make like a peanut brittle exactly. for him but we'll kind of you know fancy it up a little bit and change things a little so they I think they had cashews in it instead of peanuts and they used dark chocolate right yeah um so then uh and but the other team and I think Shale um was uh, kind of you know, he was he knew all this stuff about Warren Buffett because he had read his books and you know so he he was kind of the the Warren Buffett expert of the group um yeah he's the one that got to go meet him as well uh that's right yes he delivered the chocolate on that team um and then on the other team, they came up with a much more involved, intricate chocolate with involving raspberry and uh, milk chocolate and a couple other things thrown in there. Um, it was kind of, you know... Maybe raspberry, too, or something? A little bit of everything, yeah. Um, so, and, and that was... Um, uh, who was it that made that? Uh, um, Layla, I think Layla did that because she had uh, some cooking yeah. experience. Um, so she came up with a recipe as, as something that would be really unique and interesting. Which, which, granted, you know, it probably was very unique, but uh, but unfortunately, the Warren Buffett ended up picking the the other one. Uh, because it was what he likes, so that made total sense. Um, right, exactly. Let's see. So, what else went on? And then it kind of showed just the the fundraising part, where they were selling all the chocolates, and you know, so you know, different uh, celebrity friends came in, and and uh, a lot of people were taking pictures with Boy George. He was he was a big draw. Um. Yeah. Team yeah also. That was crazy. There's a lot of Boy George fans and a lot of uh, Vince Neil uh, fans and and friends and and different things. So he uh, he got a lot. Yeah, of, it was uh, cool to see them. A lot of money rolling in for the those two. So that that combination was uh, ended up being pretty good. Um. So they, you know, did their their selling, and it was close. It was it was close in the end. Um, Team Prima raised three three hundred seventy eight thousand, and Team Arete raised three hundred sixty five thousand. So very wow. very tight race, and the. You know, so the and the winner was ultimately decided by the the chocolate with Warren Buffett. Um, 
because the twenty five thousand went to the twenty five thousand know, dollar bonus. Yeah. So it it if it had gone to Team Arete, that would have put them over Team Prima's total. Um so they would have won it, but uh but it, it did instead go to Team Prima uh with you know Vince Neal's team there. <clears throat> so that was uh you know that was a pretty uh very close competition and uh it was a good boardroom sequence and i think i have this part queued up actually where uh they're they're deciding who uh you know are deciding who to fire here um oh yeah they've got they've got john lovitz in there and Layla Ali, and uh, then uh, Ricky, the, who was the the manager, of course. So here I'll let this this scene play out because it's pretty good. I've been raising money my it's whole life. There we go. If it's for Special Olympics or for environmental causes or after-school programs or inner-city games or whatever it is, raising money in my political campaigns, raising money, raising money, and I feel always very uncomfortable calling someone says, can you send me a million dollars for my campaign? Or can you send me $100,000 for Special Olympics? Can you send me this after-school program? It's very uncomfortable to do. And they feel like that you maybe didn't go and say, you know, maybe feel uncomfortable, but I'm going to do it anyway. Here's my goal, and I'm going to call 24 hours a day, no matter what it takes. So that's I called just, 24 hours. I was up. Yeah. I didn't go to sleep last night. John, what do you think about what I said about Ricky? I think it's partially true. I mean, I think the real reason I was sent to Omaha was that he felt I was dispensable, and that they didn't really need me, and that it was, hey, you're just giving the guy a piece of chocolate. I think that the chocolate that Layla made was uh, uh, look at me let's just be honest I eat a lot of sweets okay I'm not really exactly spelt and her her chocolate was a million times better and completely new and the people at the factory knew it was new and I'm shocked that he didn't pick her chocolate I ate both and the chocolate that they presented it was it was a third of the size there was hardly any but taste John, to it but John it doesn't mean that it doesn't mean anything would you think Remember, right. the whole task was not about what does John Lovett think Buff- about the candy. <laughs> it was about what does Warren Buffett think about right. the candy. That's a good, that's okay, true. so you got to forget about that. What you think and what you thought and all of <laughs> those kind of things. The fact of the matter is both of them were delicious, but Warren Buffett picked the crunchy one. Right. the dark chocolate because he loves that. And if you would have done and your team would have done enough research. Yeah on what he likes and what he eats I mean, and I he would have stumbled on that very quickly that he likes dark chocolate and not the milk chocolate, the lighter chocolate yeah. so it's, it's that simple, so there's a shortcoming right there, but well, the bottom I, line is believe me, no choice you're a great actor you're a great comedian, you're a great friend of mine, and I love you but, John you're terminated now, get to the chopper Yes. So Arnold terminates. That was a sad moment for me. His friend John Lovitz. <laughs> but yes, I enjoy watching John. Yes, he's 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 an entertaining guy. He's funny and he's uh, you know sarcastic a lot. But uh, <laughs> but yeah, he was a good part. It was sad right. to see him go. 
Um, but you know, you can. It's hard to argue Arnold's reasoning for it. You know, because he only raised five hundred dollars. Yeah, five hundred, which is like the so little compared to the you know the thousands and. Even some some people were you know yeah. they're, they're like a hundred thousand in one you know one person, but yeah, so it was <laughs> kind of uh, you know and and Arnold was making the point like John, you know all these Hollywood people, these producers, and you know very very rich people, you know you should have been able to get them. Yeah, and he was just like, well, I'm just not very good at raising money, <laughs> but yeah. But yes, but then Arnold. It's not course, his fault technically, you know that they didn't they didn't give money. Yeah, right. Well, it's he didn't have the persuasive ability, I guess. You know, right? You know, you know, it it like yes, some people probably would not give anyway, no matter what. But if if you have a certain style and a way of convincing people that, you know, this is, you really need to, you know, give to this cause and, you know, this, this will be great for everyone. You know, this, you know, just, just, you know, making a personal plea and that kind of thing. He probably just wasn't good at that. Um, right, right. Like, like Arnold says, he's, he's had to ask, money for you know from all kinds of people you know throughout his life to uh, to get to competitions or to raise money for movies or um you know or when he was governor to he had to raise a ton of money to uh, become governor so um so yes he's like it's just something you have to do and and uh and he did not did not do it very well um, although he also kind of blasted Ricky for, you know, cause Ricky kind of claimed, uh, that he could get like, what, 200, 200,000, 300,000 just by himself. Right, exactly. And he fell way short of that. Um, still got, a, you know, a good bit of money, but, uh, but he did not come through like he, uh, claimed he would. So, so it was kind of between, you know, Ricky and John Lovitz uh, going. Yeah, yeah. But uh, but I find it, <laughs> I always find it funny after they all leave and you know they go to the chopper and everything and and Arnold's just kind of chatting with the his his consultants with you know Patrick and the other person and, and yeah every time it's like yeah you you really made the right choice Arnold <laughs> he's like yes I know. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, they always do that. <laughs> it's like, so uh, well, what are they gonna say? You know, no, I think that was really wrong. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, then he'd be like, "You're fired. Get out of here." <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> uh, yeah, you can't expect much else. But I yes. think he really did make the right choice in some of these. Yes, yes, it's hard. It's hard to argue with the logic. You know, he lays it right out. You know, you know, like this is yep, exactly. You know. This is what you were supposed to do. This was a task about raising money. You only did five hundred dollars, so uh, you know he had to go. Um, I also, but at the end, then when when uh, Lovitz is going to the chopper, um, he tries to kind of make a break for yeah. it and run away. 
<laughs> yeah, his is the, probably the most entertaining right. chopper so far. He's like dodging around, like getting away. Uh, so, yes, always the comedian to the end. Um, so that was the, you know, the first episode that uh, we got through there. Um, and then the next week, uh, the, it was another you know, two-hour episode. The title was Scissors and Some Creativity. And um, this was uh, this was a pretty good one, too. Uh, they keep mixing up different kind of challenges here. Um, so they started out the next task with uh, Larissa's Food Brand, and they had to market a new product for health, uh, for health food. Um, Larissa's Kitchen. So, uh, and they had to do this kind of on the, um, uh, on the beach area, uh, you know, the kind of, you know, close to the Muscle Beach where, where Arnold, of course, worked out, uh, back in the seventies with the bodybuilders there. Um, so there were a couple of cutaways where they showed like the murals of Arnold on some of the buildings and that kind of thing. That was cool. Um, yeah, it was cool to see that environment. Yeah. So and they, and they each each of the teams got a um, uh, what you would call it a storage um, um, container that you know the kind they put on you know freight you know, freight trains or different things. So this metal yeah, container yeah. or the, or the kind that in uh eraser they're fighting on at the end of eraser. <laughs> yeah. Exactly it. Um, so it's all metal sides and everything, but the, the, this one, you know, they open up and they can use the different spaces in there and they just had to set up some kind of demonstration to, uh, to promote this fitness, you know, this health product. Um, so the teams chose as their leaders uh, Lisa Leslie on Team Prima, and then uh, Brooke Burke uh, Chavez on uh, Arete. So um, they were the ones in charge, and they kind of and this this task was kind of you know, kind of interesting because. Um, it didn't feel like a lot of planning went into either team very much. Um, yeah, yeah. They kind of went just kind of off the cuff. Um, like, well, let's let's have some some exercises, and um, <laughs> yeah. they both had similar ideas. Like, let's, let's do some you know live fitness because in the idea was to attract crowds, uh, you know, around the beach area there, right, yeah, and uh, get get a lot of attention. So. So like we'll have some fitness, we'll have some uh you know, some some sample tasting and and that kind of thing. Um uh you know, they do their kind of, you know, uh hosting, announcing things to get get people uh excited and everything. Um but yeah, it was interesting watching the teams cuz they they were not, you know, all quite on board with everything. Um the the one that Lisa was in charge of. So Lisa has been kind of a, you know, 
kind of a controversial, you know, or, or not, not controversial, but just she doesn't get along with a lot of the other people um, because she always kind of speaks her opinion on things. Um, and she, she often disagrees with the overall direction that the team takes. And so she'll call people out on that kind of thing. Um, so she's not well liked, I guess, by, by some of the other people. So now that, and this is the first time she's been in charge, uh, of a, of a task. And so, and her personality being in charge kind of like amped everything up because like now she's calling the shots and everything. So she's kind of like, you know, deciding everything and, and uh, not taking a lot of other input. And when people did start to suggest something, she would kind of cut them off and say, oh, okay, <laughs> yeah. so we're not, no, we're not doing that. We're going to do this and, you know, whatever, and kind of just deciding, uh, <clears throat> which, you know, that can be good sometimes if there are too many different, you know, suggestions and different things. But she really kind of alienated, you know, some of her team, um, you know, yeah. Shale said that, um, you know, basically decided, well, I'm just going to sit over here and do nothing then, <laughs> you know, kind of, uh, and Vince Neal was also kind of, uh, you know, yeah, those two, they, they hung out and were kind of just, you know, just not doing much. Um, well, those two names may come up again in a little yeah, bit. Yes. Interesting. Um, so, but Vince, Vince's one contribution was that you know, they're going to put some, uh, some dancers on top to, to attract crowds. <laughs> yeah. And, uh, kind of, you know, like go-go dancer style or whatever. But, but they would be like, you know, like, uh, you know, in, in fitness outfits. So they're, they're doing like fitness routines. It's not just like bikinis or whatever. Um, but similar idea. Oh, uh, so yeah, so they did their thing, you know, both teams kind of like, and then on Brooke Burke Chavez's team, um, she kind of was also not, didn't have a very specific plan, but just like, oh, we're going to have this experience, this great fitness experience, and it's going to be great, and <laughs> they're like, well, what exactly <laughs> yeah. are we doing? And they're like, oh, it doesn't matter, we'll just, it doesn't, you know, we'll just do our thing and it'll be wonderful. (laughs) (laughs) So it's kind of weird, but, um, so there's, they're trying to sell these new Larissa's kitchen, like meat packs, right? Almost kind of like beef jerky. Yeah. Right. Right. It was like a jerky and, and stuff. So, you know, kind of get some protein for workouts and that kind of thing. Um, yeah, it looks like you can get it on Amazon for about $5 a pack. No. Okay. That's interesting. We should maybe try some of that now. Um, <laughs> but, <laughs> yeah, yeah. So they, you know, and they ended up doing kind of an okay job. Like both teams did their thing. You know, got got some people, um, you know, having fun doing the exercises. Um, you know, Carson was of course running around doing his. You know. Uh, exuberant kind of style that uh, is is entertaining um and then uh Vince Neal's like doing selfies with people like you know they get, get get a selfie with your your favorite you know flavor or whatever of the food um 
<laughs> right. So that was a good, you know, good idea to promote and on social media and stuff like that. Um, so they all did a decent job, I think. Uh, but um, uh, the one they they liked was ended up being Arete um because of the the executives like the from the farm to your table kind of idea and uh right right and 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 Brooke had a had an authentic style and she, you know she communicated well about the brand so so it was kind of all you know uh you know thanks to Brooke you know who and young mothers i think was another control. target audience oh yeah yeah to, to you know and and that was part of it is her appeal as as a mother and that kind of thing so um so yeah they Vince up, Neil had these strippers or not strippers but dancers up on you know, right and that was you know basically the the one negative thing they kind of went for is like they 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 thought it wasn't good for the brand and because they want to appeal to women so kind of using right. you know women as a you know sort of you know a, a object to you know to draw men in wasn't really working so um and they thought it was a little just disorganized chaotic because they had the whole the whole thing was open and it was a little confusing going to the different areas and whatnot um, because of the lack of kind of organizing and planning ahead of time, which, you know, we, we, we saw. <laughs> um, so the people in the boardroom ended up being Lisa, um, because, you know, everyone hates Lisa and well, she was in charge this time, so she was going to be there. <laughs> yeah. And then she brought Vince and, uh, Shale, um, who were the you know the two that contributed the least? So that that kind of made sense, right? Yeah. Um, and that was an interesting boardroom, um, because um, you know they were kind of you know kind of arguing back and forth who was responsible for a little bit, but then at the end of it, Vince Neil, you know, as as Arnold said, I think he, he fell on his own sword. And uh, yeah, kind of yeah, said, exactly. well, he's he's the one he would fire um, because uh, you know he was he was responsible for the part the that they didn't like. Um, so uh, and you know, as happened before, if someone says you know that yeah, you should probably fire me, then you don't leave them much choice <laughs> than to fire you. Um, <laughs> yeah, if you're not exactly. going to fight, you know, for yourself, you know, why should, why should he? Um, but, uh, but Lisa was kind of, you know, it, it was kind of tense because, you know, they were of course, uh, and of course, especially shale, like shale, um, was really calling Lisa out as, you know, being a terrible leader, and yeah, uh, and this yeah. and that, and which you know she was really taken aback because well he he you know he didn't say anything as they were you know you know preparing and everything so um he and she kind of you know went back to him like well you know you didn't say anything this whole this is the most you've said since we started this thing, you know, why didn't you say something ahead, but you wanted to wait and gang up on me now in the boardroom. And that's, you know, she said, this is kind of the pattern with shale is, 
he doesn't really contribute too much, but then he gets really feisty in the boardroom and, you know, d- defends himself really well. So I can kind of see that. So, yeah, so he's kind of being a, you know, he's definitely, and he, he, he mentioned himself, like he's playing the game. Like he, he's, he's strategizing how he's, you know, doing this stuff. So, um, um, but he's, you know, not getting a lot of fans in that. So, but because, you know, of what Vince said, he ended up being the one terminated in that, that episode. Um, but yes, but uh, Arnold, you know, criticized them for not, you know, for, for not going, you know, not putting the extra effort, like, especially to Vince, he said, like, you just had this great win, the last one, where you raised all the money, you know, all this money, and you did a great job. And but now yeah. you feel like you can just you know not do anything in this next one. So he's like, you've you've got to keep a consistent effort and and not let up, you know. And and as always, Arnold brings up his personal, you know, history and said, if if I had just said, oh, you know, I've I've won this one competition and now I'm just going to take it easy and not to really worry about anything, you know. <laughs> <It's> like, <laughs> yeah. Then he wouldn't be, or I'm not going to try to get into movies or anything, you know. Then, uh, you know, it would have been a different different world with <laughs> with uh, no Arnold. Um, but yes, so uh, so that's always the most entertaining part is, is those Arnold stories. Uh, but then no more Vince Neil for that. Um, yeah, he said that was the first time he'd ever been fired. Right, yeah. <laughs> what kind of life does he lead? You know, <laughs> wow. Well, yeah, when you're a rock star um, for most of your life, then uh, I guess you don't worry about getting fired much. Um, so, well, it's <laughs> yeah. good to have a little taste of that, I guess. <laughs> but, and I think Normal it was, life, yeah. It seemed, you know, it seemed like he was just not not into it anymore so he, he kind of gave up he did win a lot of money for his charity yeah yeah well yeah because yeah of all the the money like the 50,000 that the the company normally contributes toward the charity uh but he got all the money that both teams raised uh added to that yeah, too yeah right so that was just a ton of money um, I think they even have a total yeah, deal. Crazy. The total money he re- he ended up raising for that was seven hundred sixty nine thousand. Holy! So oh my God. three quarters of a million. Um, he re- ended up raising for uh, Cleveland Clinic, um, because of his his friend who had that uh, kind of brain brain yeah, disease. Brain disease that he spoke with me about when I spoke with him. So, um, so yeah, it's, it's sad to see him go since, uh, now he won't be around anymore. Um, but, uh, that is how the game goes. So, um, then we had one more task, of course, and this was a, a fun one too. This was, uh, they went to Universal Studios, Hollywood, my favorite place to go. 
Well, yes. I go to that one in Florida personally, but yes, yes, but it's, it's very, great. very much the same. Um, and so they went to Universal, and they went specifically to the Harry Potter uh, part of uh, Universal. Um, and their task was to make a uh, digital brochure. Uh, to promote the, you know, the Harry Potter area, since I guess it was, it's just opening there, uh, when they filmed this. Um, <clears throat> so when they saw that, um, Matt Eisman, uh, got so giddy, it was ridiculous, because not only is he a big Arnold Schwarzenegger fan, uh, but he's evidently a huge Harry Potter fan, too. Um, yeah, he just kept going on and on about all these great Harry Potter facts. You know? <laughs> yes, he's, he goes very in depth about all the you know, the, the Quidditch and uh, the wands and and uh, Gringotts when, the, when Arnold says, you know, what the cash prize was going to be. He, he interrupted and said, so is that coming from Gringotts or from you guys? Yeah, yeah. I was like, it doesn't matter where it comes from. What are you talking about? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was funny. But yeah, he was very enthusiastic. So, of course, he was going to be the one to uh, be the project manager in this one. And um, and then Team Prima, then uh, Carson was... Uh, kind of elected manager for that, even though he wasn't too enthused about it. Um, uh, but they thought that, you know, he would be you know, a good, good one to do. I think he said, because he's a kid at heart or something like that. Um, but he was definitely not as into Harry Potter. I don't think anyone on that team was, <laughs> had the knowledge no, no, of Harry weren't. Potter, really. Um, uh, compared to, uh, to Matt. So, um, but yeah. In the boardroom, so, Arnold was like, now I know Matt doesn't have a girlfriend or married. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah. That's pretty fun. Exactly. It was a good line. Um, so yeah, so they had to make this brochure. So, you know, it involved getting a bunch of photographs, you know, in the park and, and uh, uh, to to make it look look fun and everything, and um, and Matt's idea was to to make the whole brochure in the form of the uh, the Harry Potter you know newspaper that's that's in that universe, <clears throat> and to you know put the pictures in like that. Um, but yeah, and and there those clips he he just goes on and on about all this Harry Potter stuff and and everyone else is kind of rolling their eyes like <laughs> like okay. Yeah. <laughs> we don't know what you're talking about, but um but uh well, I think that helped them. Oh yeah, it absolutely. It, it it definitely was their main advantage in in this um compared to the other team who was kind of like they ju- they just kind of went and said, well, we want to say it's it's great for families, so let's show a bunch of families in the park and just doing fun things. But it, it was kind of like you know generic, have fun at amusement park kind of perspective. Um, <clears throat> so not not exactly thinking outside the box or anything on that. Um, yeah, right. That's true. 
So again, you know, it's not that they did a horrible job, but but it just wasn't as creative um, or knowledgeable about it. So, uh, and then, but the and the part that was kind of the the controversial part is that uh, uh, Shale sa- decides um, they're they're running out of time. Uh, his team, so they're, they're not going to finish in time and so he decides to to cut the cord to the computer um to to Uh-oh. buy them a little extra time while they finish up because there there was some little you know like rule that said if there were technical difficulties they would give them an extra few minutes or whatever um so he he sabotaged themselves by cutting the cord and then got a little extra time to finish because of that um which was an interesting uh strategy uh <laughs> kind of came back to bite <laughs> yeah. them in the end um because they uh you know they he said, so, so was there some cheating going on? You know, Arnold asked him and he was like, no, it was not cheating because it was part of the rules and he was just playing the game. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and he gave, you know, he said technical difficulties gives extra time and we were going to not make it. Um, so, you know, his, his, his view was they had nothing to lose. So, um, so he made the, the choice to do that. Um, but he got, he got chewed out by Arnold, uh, because he was like, well, there's a difference between, you know, having technical difficulties because of, you know, something not working right that's beyond your control and, you causing the technical difficulties on purpose. Um, <laughs> yeah, there's a clear difference. Yeah, so he said that you know is is pretty unequivocally cheating in his book, and he does not tolerate cheating. So he's like immediately terminated Shale uh, before you know they even you know decided about the boardroom who would go, who would be going and whatnot. Um, Interesting fact, Arnold told Shale, you're fired, rather than you're terminated. Oh, he did. That's right. He changed changed the phrase for that one because, uh, uh, I don't know, I guess he was so, uh, you know, uh, offended by what Shale did that uh, he yeah. wanted to, uh, to make that different from the, the normal uh, uh, termination. Um so yes, yeah, so bye bye Chael, and uh, you know, and he, you know, to the end, he was like, yeah, you know, I I did what I did, and that's you know, right. that's, that's how I was playing the game. So he he didn't have any qualms or regrets about it or anything. So he was like, and you know, I figured this could happen. Um, but yeah, what he, he should have done is tripped on the cable or something, and then yeah, right, right, try to make it. Seemed like an accident, at least. Exactly. <laughs> that would have been an interesting way to go. But, um, 
But yes, so Chael is uh, bye-bye, but then they still have to do the normal termination. So this is how they got the extra one in there. Um, and because there were only three of them left on the team, then they didn't even have to decide who was going, you know, who was in the running to get terminated. Um, they just went, it was between, uh, let's see, it was between Porsche and, um, Carson, um, and who was the other one that was still there? Uh, I'm not sure. I'm trying to think of the name. Portia, Carson, Chia was gone. Uh, and Boy George was gone too. For yeah, Boy. Well, oh, Boy George wasn't there because of a, a commitment, but he'll be back. Right, yeah, he's going to be back on the next one. Um, right. Well, in any case, it was it was mainly between Portia and Carson. It seemed, but. Um, and it ended up he ended up firing Porsche, um, because uh, it, it was the you know was it Lisa that was in there too creative oh yeah I think it was Elisa still and and Lisa's been in so many boardrooms now you know <laughs> yeah. in the end because you know she's not well liked but I and I was shocked actually because Porsche actually kind of you know, vouched for Lisa in a way, like, you know, saying that Lisa did, you know, a good job and backed her up and this kind of thing. Um, yeah, which is unusual. Yeah, because she did not like her, you know, usually. Um, but, uh, so it was probably because of that, that Lisa didn't get, uh, the ax. Um, but yeah, but, but Arnold also just was getting annoyed with Portia because she's the nonstop talker. Um, <laughs> yeah. She just keeps t going on and on and, and kind of r repeating herself in circles. And Arnold's like, what? You know, and he, he does some of his German, you know, speaking over to Patrick a couple times. Like I think one yeah, yeah. one time he said, "Should I just fire her now?" <laughs> it's like, yeah. is she ever gonna stop talking and that kind of thing? And but yeah, and and she would be kind of not give a straight answer, which annoys Arnold too. It's like just just tell me who should yeah, I fire? He says, "Who should I fire?" And she's like, "Well, I really don't think either person should get fired, or I can't, you know, I can't really tell you." And he's like. Okay, this is enough. Just you know, <laughs> it's like you're not even answering me. You know, a straight answer. So, so I think it was you know evident that yeah, she had to go um, because Lisa. Even though a lot of people had problems with her, Lisa actually does work really hard and works you know and, and defends herself really well. And uh, so you know. She, you can really get rid of her, and she was she's a good player. And then Carson, yeah, exactly. I think Arnold said that if if this was Carson's first task, that he would have fired him. 
but because Carson yeah. has done like an amazing job on all the other tasks, um, has been very valuable and, and hardworking in all of them that, you know, he, he couldn't in good conscience, you know, fire him just, just for this, this one that did not go as well. Um, right, right. So, yeah. So that's why it ended up being Portia. Um, but yes, she went to the chopper at the end of that. Um, yeah. So that was, uh, that was the end of the most recent episode. And, um, so yeah. I thought they were both pretty fun. Yeah. Good ones. Uh, things are getting real interesting. And, uh, uh, I can't wait to see what happens next. And yeah, it was good for me to see that Arnold had a good relationship with the people at Universal. So I'm hoping they keep the other Terminator ride around for a little while longer. Uh, <laughs> yes, yes. Is that the at the one they were at the Hollywood Universal? The the T2 is uh, is not there anymore. Yeah, it's uh... so, but it is still down in Orlando. Thank goodness. But yes, T23D is is definitely the best thing there. Um <clears throat> But yeah, it was good uh good variety of of tasks they've had for sure. Um and they're get, getting down, you know, with three terminations now, they're uh they're, you know, getting down to uh smaller and smaller groups. Um, I wonder if they'll, they'll have to kind of mix things up again because, you know, the, the one team is only down to, uh, two people now, right? Uh, yeah, I think you're right. There's only like, what, seven people left? Or, I'm not sure exactly, but let's see. There's one, two, three, four, or no, that's, I'm looking at the wrong one there. Original team, result. Oh yeah, those are all the terminated ones. Okay, so... It's Ricky Williams, Lisa Leslie, Carson, Matt, Boy George, Brooke Burke, Charvet, and Lalia, Layla. Um, right, exactly. So, yeah, seven of them still left. And let's see. And then how many episodes left? It looks like there's three more episodes. Three. Yeah. So it'll wrap up in mid-February. Yeah, it's going to be crazy, right? I mean, I'm kind of, I'm sad that it's ending. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it just got started, it feels like. So uh, that's all right. We're kind of the midpoint, you know, a little past the yeah, midpoint now. Um, so three more two-hour chunks, you know. So so it's, it's a lot of uh, screen time yeah, you know. to enjoy. The next one uh, evidently will feature uh, Steve Ballmer of. Uh, oh, really? From Microsoft? Microsoft, yeah. Wow, that's crazy. Yes, that should be good. Arnold's got lots of uh, lots of connections, you know, in the business world. All sorts, <laughs> all over the place. He's got lots of friends, so. 
all kinds of different industries. So, yes, we'll look forward That's to... That's what it shows Right, right. It appeals to, um, you know, if, if, you, if you like Arnold for what he's done, you know, you're certainly watching it. If you just like, you know, seeing uh, uh, these other celebrities, you know, compete and and uh, fight and that kind of thing, it's it's fun. Um, but then you get the kind of these yeah. little these little insights into the business sense of these, you know, large companies and and um, and CEOs and different things. So. So you get a little bit, a uh, little bit of everything there. It's nice. I love it. Yes, this is fantastic. <laughs> All right. Well, that will wrap things up for us this week. Do you have? Um, I guess I should ask. Do you, do you have an uh, an idea of who you think will ultimately win? Since we're getting down there now. Oh man, you know, I don't know. I, I'm not sure. Uh, you know, there's just so many, you know, tough players right now. Maybe, you know, it could be, I don't know, Brooke. I'm not sure. Yeah. Uh, maybe, I, maybe, uh, it's just, you know, I don't know. Maybe Ricky too. He seems to be pretty straightforward. Matt, I'm, I'm rooting for Matt. Let's just, you know, be honest. <laughs> Matt, yeah. Matt, Matt's, you know, he's got a good shot. Yeah. Cause he's, he's just so enthusiastic about whatever he's doing, you know. He's uh, the Harry Potter, especially, of course, but uh, but even the other. Yeah, you know, he's tasks, also a loud Arnold fan. He gets, you know, yeah, he gets excited about Arnold. He gets, you know, he, he puts his all into it. So, um, so, and I think isn't he the first one to win twice or something like that? That is yes, he did win two of the because he he um um he led. The which what was the other one he led? Um, Matt, I forget. Did he did that one? And he was back on the um, oh the King's Hawaiian one. He was the project manager on that. Oh, okay. Uh, with the viral videos, yeah. So yep, he's uh. He's the two-time winner, so yeah, I'd say he's definitely you know in a good contender to uh, to win the whole thing. Um, but then I would also I would say to uh, not underestimate Lisa. Um, oh yes, that's because true. she is just such a fighter. Like you know, she she just you know, makes her case and, you know, it does not back down from anyone's challenges, you know, or, or try, you know, if she, she's been thrown under the bus several times, but she's always managed to, you know, defend herself. So, um, <clears throat> that's true. But then, now I will say she has not won yet. Has she? That's true, yeah, because uh, this was the first Nora time Ricky. leading. Um, she hasn't won a task, and and she has been, you know, chosen for the boardroom several times. So that doesn't bode well either, because she just doesn't have a lot of, 
So it's a risky choice. Friends. But, uh, you know, I, I understand. I see where you're coming from. But I could still see her pulling it out. Um, and then Carson, you know, Carson's, you know, probably like the most popular person that's probably the most well liked of, of everyone. Yeah, that's um, true. Cause, uh, like, I don't think anyone's gotten into a big heated argument with Carson, really. Um, some question the whole bringing in, you know, the transgender person thing. But other than that, that's true. Yeah, there was a little pushback on, you know, on his direction there. But be, because they, you know, they ended up winning, it's, you know, it uh, didn't, <laughs> didn't amount. To, point. You know, <laughs> they couldn't, they can't argue it when it gets the good results, right? Um, <laughs> exactly. So, yeah. But like Arnold said, he's put you know, very good effort into everything except, you know, this last one that he just, uh, didn't feel, you could tell from the beginning, he just wasn't, you know, he wasn't, uh, uh, as, uh, as comfortable or it wasn't in his realm quite as much as, uh, some of the others. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. So it could go a lot of different ways still. Boy George, of course, will be at a disadvantage coming back because you know he was he was missing for this one, um, so he's got to. So can I'm going full bomber, huh? Yeah, yes, that is the next <laughs> episode title. So he's got to prove himself um, and work extra hard next week, or else, of course, he'll he'll be one of the prime contenders to get get terminated. But uh yeah, it'll be uh be interesting. So stay tuned for more. And Monday nights on NBC. But alright, well with that we'll wrap up our show. Um so this is a nice lengthy discussion on those episodes and uh everything else, Arnold. But thank you for joining us and, um, you know, give us your feedback, of course, as always. You can uh, tweet at us uh, to your heart's content. At uh, Arnold Radio News is our Twitter <laughs> handle. Um, uh, or you can go at Gillinator or at Crumb Studios if you care to tweet at those, uh, our individual accounts. Um... And then, uh, you know, our email is arnoldradionews at gmail.com. You can send any commentary there uh, or audio files if you want to be played back on our show. Um, you can do that. And um, then, uh, you know, other than that, uh, support our, our fine, fine people that uh, we love, which is, you know, the great greatest band of all time, Arnocore, uh, given our ballsy tunes that, um, that they have, as we said, they're, they're got a, the new album coming out very, very soon, so be on the yeah, lookout. Yeah, I can't wait to hear that. Yes! So exciting! Gonna feel the pump from it. Uh, yes. Uh, so there, and they're of course still doing concerts here and there in the L.A. and San Francisco area. Um, 
to Arnocore, check him out, and uh, then get pick up some stogies from Daniel Marshall. Um, the uh, Red Label stogies, the the cigars, those are good. Um, you know, very affordable, good quality. It's uh, very good. Just you know, and if you need a humidor, he's got you know very finely crafted humidors. Um, so you can you know go either go online or go to your local cigar shop and ask for Daniel Marshall cigars. Very very good. And um, yeah, that'll do it. But. Uh, so keep watching Celebrity Apprentice. Encourage your friends to, of course, have, you know, viewing parties on Monday nights if you want to. It's always good. Um, and even if you don't catch it live, then it's they always post them on the NBC website. So, um, uh, so you can always watch them there um, and get caught up. Yeah. Good stuff. And then we'll be back for more commentating on all the action that happens and determinations and everything else. So come back and uh, we will join join you there. <laughs> all right. Well, thank, thanks for joining me, Brandon, as always. And uh, you got any last words today? Okay, good. Nice. Yes, good. You, and you're leaving us with the, uh, your, your robot voice <laughs> that's come through just in time. <laughs> your cyborg voice, but that's good. Um, all right. Well, it's been fun. Uh, take your toys back to the carpet now, and uh, we'll d- join us next week for more Arnold Radio News. I know that you think this is a gray area, but in my world, this is not a gray area. I will not tolerate cheaters in my boardroom you're fired two guys who are what two guys who are do we comment on something that happened in one of these episodes sure so we got the candy no, I don't know. we got um oh yeah I guess her um are loving our choppers. I don't know. Motorcycles. Candies. What was the other ones? Uh, Harry Potter. Oh, Universal. Harry Potter. Universal, yeah. Yeah. Who are... Casting. Yeah, who are practicing... Who are... Um, <laughs> uh, uh, do, uh, uh, who are getting getting ready for a Quidditch match? 
Or our touring Hogwarts, or I don't know, something. Yes. Who just caught the snitch? Oh yeah, that works. Let's do this. The golden snitch. <laughs> 